What is up, everybody? My name is Tara Nettles, and I'm here with... Gillis Pellegrin. And we are the coaches of GT Nutrition Performance. And if you guys have forgot about us because we've been MIA from the podcast game, we back, motherfuckers. We back. Right? That's it. We back. And you know what? We had to go ahead and we had to just kind of take some time away from podcasting just to kind of find some inspiration, you know, because we're humans at the end of the day. We lose inspiration. I don't want to say anything about motivation because yeah. I hate motivation. I hate it. And I know that's something we could talk about. Absolutely. On yeah. another. <clears throat> that's a whole another. That's a whole another topic thing that we can kind of. <laughs> discuss at that point exactly so we took some time you know just kind of reevaluated some things just kind of relit our inspiration fire within us and i have to say we have some pretty badass topics that we're going to be coming at you guys with because new year new me right that's it there's some bullshit like that <laughs> anyway <laughs> so what we're doing is we're starting a series and the series that we're starting with this series of podcasts for, I don't know, the next maybe like three, four, series. hell, maybe even yeah. five yeah. podcasts mm -hmm. are going to be called the path of most resistance. And we're going to be talking about subtopics under or yeah, under the umbrella of the path of, of most, most resistance. resistance. Yep. So usually people like to take the path of least, least resistance, resistance. Mm. but from our experience, we've been on the path of most resistance. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I would say that we've definitely had the path of most resistance, not always by choice. I would say um, it pretty much chose us. We didn't choose it. Yeah, That path chose us. I would, I would say in, in certain circumstances, but um, but yeah, that's what we definitely want to discuss today is, you know, rather than when you do have that choice, taking that choice that it's not the easy way out or mm -hmm. the well, quickest way to get somewhere. Well, you know, I even feel like to this day, like I'm not saying our path is easy by all means, yeah, of course, but even to this day, I think if we had, if we were at a fork in the road mm -hmm. and the fork in the road was okay. <clears throat> The path of least resistance or the path of most resistance? What would you choose? I would still I would still choose this path of most resistance. I would still I would still choose it. That's yeah. I would too, because I feel like this is more rewarding. And Gillis and I have never really been the people where we expect, you know, shit to be handed to us. Yeah, we've never been the entitled. Never. Type. Because nothing's been handed to us our whole entire lives. So why start now? And I have to say, and you know, if you disagree, please let me know. Um, during the path of most resistance up until this point in our lives, I don't think I would change a damn thing. No, I feel like the things I've gone through in life has really made me mm -hmm. who I am. And of course, you know, we're, we're not done yet. So no, and I know it's like more hardship so. or whatever is ahead. More battles are ahead of us. But I do agree with you. I would never I would never change anything when it comes to a road of struggles That's because it. when I look back now, 
I'm like, damn, I can't believe we we made we got through that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe we never quit when we were going through that certain situation. Because you know, most people, when you're going through it, you tend to think that the problem is a lot bigger than what it really is. But then once you come out on the other side of it and you look, you look behind you at the problem, you're like, God damn, I feel like I was a little bitch. Because it's like <laughs> the problem wasn't really that big of a problem. Now, no. grant you, we have been through some big, like big time hardships. I'm yeah. not going to say like, you know, they're just like little tiny things that in that moment we thought were bad. But yeah, I mean, we've been I through agree. some hard shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, um, I don't want to get into what the details, of yeah. course, at least not at this moment, you know, that might be for another time. But, you know, one of the things that we really want to discuss in this particular part of the series is um, in relating into bodybuilding and the mm-hmm. diet extremes that go along with it. Now, you said diet extremes. Mm-hmm. So people who are probably listening into this, they're probably thinking that you and I are going to go in on. Why extreme? You shouldn't be extreme. Why people are getting extreme with this. Yeah, and how it's so bad. Yeah. But in fact, we're flipping it. Yeah, I mean, keep it back in the context where we're talking about the path of most resistance. You know, Um, when you're in bodybuilding, you're going into an extreme sport. So, Mm. And you know what? That's that's something that I think a lot of people don't realize. Like when you first get into it. You're not really thinking about the extreme levels of leanness you have to be. And with the extreme levels of leanness, you have to be extreme on every level from dieting, training, cardio, everything. Yeah. I mean, it takes you to be tedious. It takes for you to be meticulous. Yeah. And it takes for you to become a very structured person. And not only that, like if, if you want to look extreme... You better fucking be extreme. Well, yeah, you can't accept uh, champion's physique. And just half-ass and shit. Yeah. I mean, some people may get pretty far in a sport, but when everybody has good genetics, everybody busts their ass. Well, everybody that's... might be on gear. Yeah, I mean, whatever it may be, whether you're a natural athlete or if you're... Enhanced athlete. Yeah, if you're on PDs. There's still an aspect of extreme you have to go Absolutely. if you want to be the best. Because there's people out there, like you said, that just have like that God-given talent, you know, where they don't have to work as hard. They may not have to diet as hard. They just have it. Yeah. Or they may have, you know, God-given genetics. Or, yeah, thank you. That too. Genetics. Yeah. What am I? (laughs) Well, I mean, performance is a good thing. It is a big one too because some people have a higher, you know, gifted genetically in terms of being able to – lift more or whatever the may, the maybe as an athlete specifically yeah. but the beauty about bodybuilding is that your outcome of how you are as an athlete isn't always meaning that you're someone that is that is stronger you're faster you got more endurance um it it's, all it's, it boils down to all of those variables to depend on your outcome when you get onto the stage mm-hmm because it really just depends on it well it it does depend on not just the work within the gym because that's like the tip of the iceberg is the gym and training but it's really what you're doing outside of the gym like your diet 
you know, like people, people like to be comfortable and with comfortability, they're not willing to give up food. And, you know, there are people out there or like some other coaches out there that preach the aspect of balance Mm -hmm. that, oh, well, you still need balance. And you and I, I'd have to say we agreed with that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I would say a couple years ago, we were kind of in that balanced mode. But over the last year or two, we've evolved and we grew and we, we realized that. I don't even think it was that we really grew. I think we took a step back and we really and we kind, kind of, of reassessed the, the situation. Yeah. right? And I think it was some, um, I think we've had some come to Jesus talks with ourselves mm-hmm. and saying, okay, you know, do we want to be an athlete just for the sake of being an athlete? And our mentality was never been that just for you guys that are out there listening, know that that's never been our mentality just to be a trophy, just chasing a trophy yeah, or Or get a damn sponsorship. Like a lot of people are, that's all they compete for. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, but you know, the biggest thing is, um, Man, Taryn, you kind of made me lose my thoughts where I was going with that. No, I know where you're going. You're talking about like where you and I, like we don't come from, that's not our background where we come from with bodybuilding. That's not why we got into it was for the sponsorships, the trophies, the Instagram followers. And I think we were, yeah, I agree. We're never caught up in that. I I mean, clearly you could go to my Instagram right now and see that I'm still not caught up in that. (laughs) (laughs) He only has like 10 posts on his Instagram page. But that's a whole another, it is what it is, right? Fuck it. But, you know, I'm not out there for those things. I'm out there to, to really help people. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I'm not there to hold anyone's hand. And I'm not out there to say that it's going to be okay. Yeah. I'm out there to say that as a coach, if you're coming to me or if you're even listening and not, and you're just a simple athlete or even another coach, understand that it takes extremes. It's going to take extremes for you to actually become something that you didn't think you can actually become or you didn't think you can actually achieve. It's going to take extremes. It's going to take, you know, in the bodybuilding world, it's going to take for you to be in the gym for whatever it takes. It's going to take for you to go to that place from a nutritional standpoint where if you're low calorie, it's going to take, it's going to take that. Now, when I say that, I'm there's a difference between going into extremes from a doing it smartly still and being dumb about it and being dumb about it so when i say you know taryn when i say that um diet extremes diet extremes i'm not saying put somebody on 10 grams of fat a day or or, like eight like 500 calories yeah like no like we're not like when we talk about diet extremes and we're probably gonna get into this a little bit more deeper Mm -hmm. we're not talking about putting somebody's health at risk of course now obviously when you're taking your body to an extreme level of leanness, you're giving up a little bit of your health because it's not healthy to be stage lean. Not right? for a long period of time. Exactly. That's like when when we're talking about these extremes, like we're talking about, you know, if you have to diet on um, like 1,100 calories, like very low carb, mm-hmm. then that's what you have to do to get it. Yeah. Now, usually – those extremes don't come until you're closer to the to the stage. That's it. When you're close out from not, the show. Yeah, not starting somebody off like, oh, you're a new client. Okay, cool. You're 20 weeks out. Twelve hundred calories. Right off the bat, 70 minutes of cardio a day plus 10 intervals a hit. 
every other day. Whatever yeah. the fuck it takes. If well, you nowadays, a- I hear people saying that they're doing 45 minutes an hour of hit, which... What the fuck you know, is that? Yeah, what is that? That's not whatever, you know. If you have a coach that does that shit, fire them. <laughs> that's CrossFit. Yeah. It's not, <sighs> not true hit, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> But as far as diet extreme goes in the in the sport of bodybuilding, right? For your diet extremes, you're going to have to be willing. Well, I mean, nobody's willing to go low. It's not comfortable to diet on low calories. But if that's what it takes to get you there, and I mean, obviously, you're closer to the show. I'm not saying like starting someone off that low from the, from the jump. Then that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to accept that. Like that is just how it has to be. And you can't get caught up in this whole like mindset of, well, I shouldn't have to go that low. Yeah. You're going to have to go that low if you're going to have to go that low. Like what are you trying to do? Are you trying to show up to to win? Are you putting yourself through a contest prep just to be mediocre? Are you showing up to win the fucking thing? Like because I know when I'm in prep, I'm not doing this shit to myself. Just be like – I just did a show. Yay. Let me post that shit up on my Instagram because I just did it. No, like I'm I'm doing this to win. I'm doing this to be the best I can be because you don't put yourself through that shit just to show up to say you did a damn show. No. So that's why I'm I'm willing to do whatever the fuck I got to do. Even if I got to diet on 20, 20 carbs a day. That's what the fuck I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I mean, you really have to do whatever it takes. And understand one thing when it comes to, you know, going into these extremes is that you chose this path. Exactly. In this case, this path has not chosen you. No. And so when you chose this path, you really need to make sure that you understand the path that you have chosen yep. if you want to be the best or if mm-hmm. you want to go far with it. Yep. And then not only that, kind of going back to the whole balance thing, you can't have balance in the sport of bodybuilding. You really can't because I look at it like this. If you're somebody where you had to balance everything, well, guess what? You're going to show up looking mediocre as fuck. And if that's okay with you, Cool. But that's not how I would want to be, or that's not how my competitors are going to be who are stepping on stage. Because if you're trying to be balanced, you're dipping your hands in all these other different pots rather than being all in on one specific thing. That's it. Because that's how you perfect your craft is being all in, like eat, sleep, eat, pee. I can't even talk right now. Eat, Eat, sleep, shit, and piss. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) Bodybuilding. Rather than, you know, well, I got to have a balanced life. If you want balance, honey, you need to not even think about being a, a competitor. Go another route. Yeah. Go do CrossFit and eat your pizza or paleo bullshit, whatever they do. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I definitely agree with Taryn on that. I mean, there's, you know, um, you know, there's definitely, you know, that stigma where, you see that there's people that do things for the sport for whatever their purpose is. And that isn't to discourage anyone to not pursue this sport, but more so to understand the sport better whenever it comes to a high level of your expectations to be good at it, to really understand that, you know, there is no balance. 
No. You know, your balance is balancing your sleep, balancing your training, and balancing your nutrition and making sure that you're giving that 150%. And balancing your stress levels, making sure stress That's correct. Yeah. is low. Absolutely. Like, that's your focus. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, if you have a family, we're not saying, like, you know, separate from your wife. Tell your your children you're not going to be able to see them for the next six months because you're doing a body you're in contest show. prep. Yeah. That's not what we're trying to say here. You know, but it's just uh, if you want to get involved in this, don't expect to to be balanced and focus on 50 other million things because this is going to take up. All of your time. Bodybuilding is yeah. a 24-7 job. Yeah. I mean, whether you're in contest prep or if you're in improvement season, you know, when you're in contest prep, if you're someone that's out there that likes to really socialize and you want to socially, you know, have a few drinks on the weekends, guess what? Bodybuilding is not for you. This sport is not for you. No. You know, go choose something else. You're a recreational lifter, you know. You're not a bodybuilder. You're not a competitor. Mm -hmm. You're a recreational lifter. And like I said, some people out there have genetically gifted to where some of them can afford to do a little bit of that and go in, in place decent. Um, but on a higher level of the sport, you know, you, you're, you're very short lived. You exactly. Know, you're, you're basically you're, you're doing pretty good at funding the mm -hmm. sport. Now, here's an interesting topic I just thought about in regards to extremes mm -hmm. or not having to go to extremes because a lot of people think that in their improvement season that if they reverse and they get their calories mm. up as high as they possibly could, okay, that means that they shouldn't have to go as low in their contest prep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and with my clients, when I am reversing them or I'm working on their actual metabolism in the improvement season or we're going in a specific diet phase – and they're and they are aspiring to be um, a competitor. That's the first thing I tell them that just because you're in a very comfortable situation calorically now mm -hmm. doesn't mean it's not going to suck when we actually have to start digging deep and grinding. Yep. When you're in the trenches, guess what? It's going to still suck, and it might suck a little more. Exactly. I mean, it's inevitable that. Uh your calories are going to have to get low regardless mm -hmm. of how high your calories got in your improvement season. That's it. And I think people just think like, oh, yeah, well, if I get my calories really high now, I don't have to go that low when I'm in contest prep. Mm -hmm. But again, you're forgetting about extreme, extreme. Bodybuilding is an extreme sport. Like our bodies are not designed to be lean as shit, to be, you know, what do they call it? Dick skin lean. Our bodies are not <laughs> designed to be that, yeah. you know? So in order to get that, you're going to have to be extreme regardless of how high your calories got on your improvement season. Yeah. I mean, your body doesn't want to stay there. It doesn't want to stay in that conditioning. So your body's going to always want to fight against you to exactly. not be there. And you're so going to have to fight against it. To get it there. Well, and that's where discipline just has to overcome things. Because yep. you know what? I can definitely tell you that motivation is going to be non-existent if it hasn't already been going probably months prior to that yep. at this point. You know, and that's where discipline's really going to have to take over. Mm -hmm. You know. And I think that's like the biggest, biggest thing for a lot of people who get into bodybuilding or even weight loss, a weight loss journey in general. Absolutely. Because they're like, oh, I'm so motivated. I'm so motivated. And then 
you know, as we're checking in with you, you can see a trend where that motivation mm-hmm. is slowly slipping away. Yeah. Well, everyone's motivated when it's until, new. The, until they take something, until you take something away. Exactly. Or when it starts getting hard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or when you're tired. Well, I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I don't fucking care. You yep. better be disciplined to go to the damn gym. Yeah. You know? That's it. And I, I just think that's like the biggest thing. And and that's <laughs> that's what's wrong with society nowadays. Well, it, yeah, exactly. But I don't want to get into that. I'll yeah. be here all day ranting yeah, and raving this about this podcast shit. on <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah. But I mean the take the take home of this for the path of most resistance in regards to bodybuilding. You have to be willing to go down that path of most resistance. You have to be willing to go to extremes. You have to be willing to say, fuck balance. I'm not going to be mediocre. And if I spread myself out throughout all these different other things to be balanced, I'm not going to be the best at this one thing. No, you're going to become mediocre at everything. Exactly. And then that's going to reflect on stage. And I mean... I know you're not like this and I'm not like this. I don't, I don't try to like spread myself out when I'm in contest prep just so I could be balanced. That's it. Cause yeah. I'm not showing up mediocre. I'm showing up to take fucking souls <laughs> when I'm up on that stage. <laughs> That's it. Now that may sound extreme, but that kind of fits this. Yeah, like you have to have an extreme mentality to really go through this. And if you're a soft motherfucker, you need to stay out of bodybuilding. Straight up. I'm not trying to discourage people from this, but it's more, and this isn't to discourage anybody. No. I want everyone to understand that. I want you guys this is to like understand the real that shit. it's more of being honest and real about what this sport is about and to become the better, the best, you know, the best that you can actually be in terms of your own potential, you know, and to, to be honest with you, it's not to sugarcoat things because if people are telling you, you can do these things, you know, and you can still have your cake and eat it too. You know, I, I really, I don't feel like they're honest with you. And no. I think they're being, they're keeping you happy mm-hmm. rather than being truthful. Mm-hmm. And I'm not here to always keep people happy. I'm here to be completely honest with people and also filter out the people that maybe not cut out for it. And there's yeah. no hard feelings with that at all. That's just being honest because I don't want to set anyone up for failure. And I wouldn't want to put somebody on stage that never reached their true potential because I was too nice. Yeah. And not only that, when you're going through this type of shit, like from coach to client perspective, we have to stay on their asses. You know, there comes a point where we're like, look, you got to pull your head out your ass. You know, you got a job to do. And like, you have to kind of get in their ass because you want them to do good. Because you care. You want to push them to a new level. That's it. You know, you don't want them showing up looking like a bag of shit. Especially not repping my name. Well, you know and what not I even mean? that. You know, our job as a coach is to push you to a place that you can't push yourself. Exactly. But. To get your true potential there. Yes. And not only that, I just, I feel like a lot of it just boils down to the mentality of the client too. Absolutely. You know, um, when you're, when we're taking on somebody who is new to the sport, never competed before, I'm always kind of a little bit like weary because I'm like, I hope you know what's ahead of you. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing is 
for the newcomers to the sport, I'm always very welcoming, but I can always prepare them by verbally but, telling them how much it might suck or when that time comes, it will suck. But it's but you don't know exactly just how much until you're in it. And not That's only just how it is. Not only that, our suck may differ from somebody else's definition of suck. Absolutely. Like everybody's suck isn't the same. I mean, I get it. You're dieting, dieting sucks. You're getting ready for a show. You're low on calories. You're tired. It sucks. But you can't really compare your suck to my suck to Gillis's suck because we all have our own definition of suck. We all have our own different types of mentality when it comes to the suck, the extreme. Because speaking for myself, when I get to that point where it sucks and I'm feeling like shit, that kind of brings out the best in me. Mm -hmm. Especially with within the gym, within my lifts, because it sucks so bad, but I push so hard. Yeah. You know, like I tend to end up getting stronger in prep because my mentality is like, okay, my body feels like complete shit, but my mind is like, bitch, we're taking this to a whole new level. So you better work. And that goes back to the mindset is there. Exactly. That goes back to the fact that you've already taken that vow to know what you're in for, and you've already accepted it. You've mm-hmm. accepted it before you've gotten into the point right. of extreme. Just, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I had some clients they, you know, that I was working with, you know, before in the past. And they're like, yeah, you know, I want to compete one day. Mm-hmm. And I had to, <laughs> I had to bluntly tell them, you're not cut out to compete, not w- not with your actions. You're not cut and, out to yeah, do it. And exactly, and it's not like you're not capable. You're it's, very capable, but the mind isn't there. The mindset is definitely not there. So you're lazy to- in like certain situations. I'm not going to get into specifics. Of course. And it's like, and you want to do something extreme? Yeah. No. And I I mean, I'm the type of coach. I mean, obviously, like Gillis and I, we are the GT Nutrition Performance Coaches. However, it's like we're two separate coaches under one name. Yes. Gillis has a different way of handling his shit with his clients. I have a different way of handling my shit with my clients. That's cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And my way of handling things with my clients, especially my competitors, is I, I'm brutally honest. Yeah. Like, you have to be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Not saying that you're not, but I'm just talking about. <laughs> I'm how, like, what are you trying no, to no, say? No, no, do a sugarcoat <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. I'm just talking about from my personal experience. Yeah. Because well, how Gillis. Different yeah. Different people, different experiences. But. I'm brutally honest with my people. Yeah. You know, there's been some instances where I had to tell some of my clients, you ha- you need to pull your head out your ass. Yeah. And I mean, they took well to my criticism because they knew what they were getting themselves into with me as their coach before they even got into it. And I know you have your your own way of yeah, I mean, being I'm... blunt or honest yeah. with your people. You may not be so raw or rough around the edges with it like mm-hmm. I am, but that's what makes us... GT nutrition. Yeah, I mean that's what makes us a little bit more different in terms of how we are as coaches, of course. Yeah. So take home from this, guys. 
the path of most resi resistance. Diet extremes are necessary if you want to be successful in the sport of bodybuilding. Bodybuilding is an extreme sport. So guess what? You got to be extreme. No, that's it. You don't show up being mediocre. You don't put yourself through hell to look like a bag of shit on stage. Yeah. So any final words? I think that's it. I think you said it good. I think the message is definitely there for, you know, what we really wanted to kind of get across to the listeners out there. All right, guys, you heard it. So this is part one of our series of the path of most resistance. So look forward for more episodes to come under this topic. And it's just going to keep getting better and better. So until next time, you have anything you want to say, Gillis? That's it. Until next time, we will talk to you guys later. Yes.